Since the 1970s, U.S. oil producers have been banned from exporting crude oil. The ban was originally put in place in the name of national energy security. Now, with oil prices way down, Congress is debating ending that ban. It's an issue that divides Congress and the oil industry itself. For Inside Energy, Marfa Public Radio's Lauren Madelon in West Texas lays out the pros and cons of the debate. To set the stage, imagine you refine crude oil in this country. You buy the oil at something called WTI, West Texas Intermediate. That's the benchmark price for U.S. crude. WTI is less, sometimes a lot less, than Brent crude, the world's benchmark price. So you buy the discounted U.S. oil, refine it, and sell the finished product to the highest bidder. Here's economist Carrie King at the University of Texas at Austin's Energy Institute. Right now, because we don't export crude oil, there is what some view as a disproportionate amount of profits going to refiners because they can take in cheaper crude oil in the U.S. and export refined products at a global price for gasoline and diesel. Naturally, refiners have a different take. This refinery in Big Spring, Texas, would almost certainly lose business were the ban repealed. It's owned by Allon, one of the four U.S. refiners in a lobby called Consumers and Refiners United for Domestic Energy, or CRUDE. CRUDE's spokesman is Jay Hauk. He says maintaining the ban is important for both economic and strategic reasons. Refining is critical to American energy independence. Without domestic refining, you are relying on foreign countries to turn crude oil into all the different products that we use that are derived from crude oil. Another group that wants the ban to continue is called Allied Progress. It's a self-styled grassroots lobby running these ads in Colorado, Montana, and New Mexico. Big Oil is opening their wallet, lobbying Congress to let them ship American crude oil overseas, which could cost U.S. jobs, raise gas prices, and make us more dependent on Middle Eastern oil. Let's take one of those points. The U.S. government's own data agency, the Energy Information Administration, says gas prices would be unchanged or lower if the export ban ended. Kirk Edwards is an oil producer in the Permian Basin of Texas and New Mexico. One of the complex things in this whole equation is the refiners are going up against the oil companies on this, but thousands of people that are unemployed in the oil and gas business right now, uh, I think they need to be heard from in these states too. When U.S. crude's drawn from the ground, it sometimes sits because domestic refineries are backlogged. U.S. refiners are very good at processing heavy, sulfur-laden, sour crude oil because that's what conventional drillings pulled up for decades. But fracking's pulling up a higher grade called light-sweet crude. U.S. refiners are adjusting, but producers say not fast enough. The result, crude in storage waiting to be refined. Another producer, Steve Pruitt, explained what happened when he couldn't get crude to a refinery because of the backlog. We had to turn off the well because we ran out of storage on our local well site. And in fact, we would even rent frack tanks, as we call them, which are temporary tanks on wheels to house that crude. And when those filled up, we just shut down the well. One of the arguments for ending the ban is that the U.S. has a surplus of oil that some call a glut. While it is true that U.S. production has surged, the U.S. still imports millions of barrels of oil every day. Still, ending the ban now could eventually affect a lot of people. Here's Jim Wickland at Credit Suisse in Dallas. If this was five years ago, the only states that would benefit from such a reversal of an old law would be the typical Louisiana, Texas, Oklahoma. But now he says the political calculus has changed. Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, North and South Dakota, and Wyoming, Colorado, the states where oil production is increasing the fastest, if the oil price were to rebound, and eventually it will, and we still can't export oil, those states will begin to lose 
jobs and give the growth to other places outside the U.S. as well. A U.S. House subcommittee has already passed legislation to lift the ban. A full-floor vote in the House is expected next week. Gaining support in the Senate isn't a sure thing. Republican senators in several states with refineries are facing re-election next year. For Inside Energy, I'm Lorne Madelon in Midland, Texas. For photos, video, and more from the Inside Energy team, check us out at InsideEnergy.org.